Gotta run. Some of the guys from my class and I are pushing on to dinner. He didn't give Pearson a chance to answer. Instead, he began to skirt the picnic area. He dressed carefully. Khaki slacks, a blue polo shirt. Half the guys here had on practically the same thing. He'd wanted to blend into the crowd, be as inconspicuous as he'd been conspicuous in the years he'd spent in this school. The only kid in the class who wore an overcoat when everyone else had a school jacket. Kay was walking through the grove of trees that separated the picnic area from the parking lot. The school adjoined the county park so ideal for the reunion. And so ideal for Donnie. He caught up with her just as she opened her car door. Miss Wesley, he said. I mean, Mrs. Crandall. She looked startled. He knew that in a minute the parking lot would be crowded. He'd have to hurry. I'm Donnie Rubell, he said. I guess you don't recognize me. She looked unsure. Then that smile that he'd envisioned so many times lying awake at night began to form. Donnie, how good to see you. You look so different. Have you been here long? How come I haven't seen you? Just made it here, he explained. You're the only one I wanted to see. Where are you staying? He already knew. The Garden View Motel on Route 80. That's perfect, he said when she answered. A car is picking me up there in half an hour. I cabbed over. Is there any chance you could drop me? It would give us a chance to talk. Did she suspect something? Was she remembering that last night when she told him she wasn't coming back next term, that she was going to be married, and he'd started to cry? She hesitated, then said, Of course, Donnie. It would be good to catch up. Hop in. He managed to bend down and yank his shoelace open as he hurried around to the passenger side. When he got into the car, he leaned over and made a big thing of tightening the shoelace. Anyone who noticed the car at all would swear Kay had left the picnic area alone. Kay drove swiftly. She tried to push down her faint irritation at the presence of the young man beside her. Mike would be home from New York in an hour, and after the way she'd been so rotten to him on the phone last night, she was desperately anxious to straighten things out between them. This school reunion had been good for her. It had been fun to see the teachers she'd worked with the two years she'd taught there, fun to catch up with her students. She loved teaching. That was one of the problems between her and Mike. His job of setting up new plants for his company meant they never stayed any place more than a year. Twelve moves in eight years. She told him when he'd left her at the motel to tell the company that he wanted a permanent assignment. That sounds like an ultimatum, Kay, he told her. Maybe it is, Mike, she'd answered. I want roots. I want to have a baby. I want to be in a place long enough that eventually I can get back into teaching. I can't keep moving like this. I just can't. Last night, he'd started to tell her that the company had promised him a partnership and a permanent spot in the New York office if he would just do one more on-location job. She'd hung up on him. She was so concerned with her own thoughts that she didn't notice the silence of her passenger until he announced, Your husband's been at a company meeting in New York. He's due back tonight. How did you know? Kay looked quickly at the impassive profile of Donnie Rubell, then glued her eyes to the road. I talked to people who talked to you. I thought you just got to the picnic. You thought that. That's not what I said. The vent was blowing cool air into the car. Kay's skin went suddenly cold, as though the pleasant June evening had chilled. They were less than a mile from the motel. Her foot went down on the accelerator. Something warned her not to ask questions. 
worked out so well, she said. My husband had a business meeting in New York. I got the notice about the reunion, and... I read the alumni news, Donnie Wabell told her. It said, Garden State High's favorite teacher to come to reunion. That was generous, Kate tried to laugh. You didn't recognize me, Donnie sounded pleased. But I bet you didn't forget you went to the prom with me. She'd taught English in choir. The guidance counselor, Marion Martin, had suggested that Donnie Wabell join the choir. He's one of the saddest kids I've ever seen, she told Kay. He's a klutz at sports, he has no friends, I'm sure he's bright, but he just gets by academically, and God knows the poor kid was behind the gate when looks were given out. If we can get him in an activity where he might make friends. She remembered his earnest efforts. The snickers of the others in the group until one day when Donnie was out, she'd talk to them. I have news for you guys. I think you're rotten. They'd let up on him. At least